welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another fine edition of the Frank Assault, Frank Culture, Frank Assigner Wrestling Podcast. I'm tongue tied, and I can't speak. But other than that, I am the librarian that can neither read nor write, but I choose to fulfill my dreams anyways. I'm Martin. And with me, as always, I have some bum off the street who decided that wrestling was his new dream and goal in life. Oh, it is my dream and goal in life to be a pro wrestler. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't recorded in a while together, but it just feels right. We are reunited and it feels so good. <laughs> I felt like that's where this joke was going. I was like, yeah, I see where this is going. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Don't have common sense. No one asked for that. Zero people asked for this. Uh, so yeah, we're just here to, uh, talk about our opinion, our thoughts of the recent, uh, episodes of Raw, NXT, and, uh, the shit show that was Hell in a Cell 2019, which is where we're going to start off with because it happened on Sunday and by God, did it fucking happen? It happened. Something happened. Things happened. <sighs> I'm gonna be honest, go though. The, do you want to just start down the uh, down the list? Yeah, I do, 100. percent All right. Well, the want... pre-show happened. It kind of tapped off, or we thought we thought thought it tapped off a rivalry that was happening outside of the championship. Uh, Natalia defeated Lacey Evans by submission. Uh, that was about a 10 minute match. As I definitely, you know, showcased, you know, giving Natalia the W after taking somebody else. Still showcased Lacey as being a badass. Eh. Meh. Meh. It was decent. It was a good opener. Um, good segue into the next match, which was, to me, stole the show. Not surprised, though. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks in Hell in a Cell, which was, oddly enough, consistently enough, the uh, longest match, bell to bell. Almost 22 minutes. So, talk about opening with a bang and, you know, taking the time to really tell that story inside there. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I really could have just turned off the TV after that, and I would have been fine. But I didn't. <laughs> what do you think, Clifford? No, this this was uh, the match of the night. If I was to pick any of these matches on this card and had to put it in like my like top twenty five matches of the year, this might have been that. This would have been that one. Um, a lot of great spots, a lot of innovative spots, things that I've never thought about, like Becky's the chair of the kendo sticks. Becky's kendo stick chair, yeah, was pretty that cool. That was dope. That was a great spot. I never thought about that. I was like, it reminded me of um, when the Usos in the New Day when they used the kendo sticks as like they they put Jay, I think it was Jay, they put him in the locked with the kendo sticks in the wall. And just like continue to beat him in the corner of the cage. 
I was like, man, these everybody's getting so innovative with how they want to use their spots. I'm like, thank you. Thank you for thinking of shit other than, like, jumping off the cage to be exciting. Yeah, you kind of have to in these days because this was, what, the 41st and the 42nd Hell in a Cell match to take place? Yeah. Um, hopefully the very last pay-per-view with the moniker name, but, yeah, you kind of have to get... Uh, you kind of have to get creative in order to step out of the crowd of the 40-something matches that have taken place prior. So, I personally give this match an A+, just for the fact that it was great storytelling, and it stayed true to both characters. Yeah, the only thing I didn't like is right towards the end with um, Sasha, like, she was just crying, like, on the ramp. I was like that. I mean, I mean that's. I get that she lost and that she was emotional about it. You know what I mean? But it just—I don't know. I felt kind of like took a little bit from me for her because I was like, I get it, you lost, and but now it now legit legitimately feels like you were laying on the ground at WrestleMania in a fit. Right. And I'm like meh. Meh. But. It is what it is. Solid match. I think I would give it an A as well. I liked it a lot. Moving on. Yeah, literally everything. At this point, literally everything from down here. It, 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 there's maybe like one. I don't know. Maybe there's like two matches just because the ending surprised me, and I didn't think I, I, I was hoping it was go that way, but I was surprised it actually did. Uh, we'll get to those in a minute. Uh, Danny Ryan and Roman Reigns versus basically the the Bludgeon Brothers. It's this this what it is. It's the Bludgeon Brothers rejuvenated to being hipster. I don't know. Get down with your little rocker self, boys. Sure. Um. Don't get me wrong. I love Luke Harper. I like this di- di- direction for Rowan. Uh you know, giving him depth and everything else like that. Um, didn't feel right that Brian and Roman won. No. Like. Pissed me off aside, that Luke I, took the pin. True, true. But I don't know if that's punishment for, you know, wanting to ask for the release so long ago or whatever, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, kudos. What was the last time we saw a Tornado tag team match? Like, fucking Never. It's it's been a long time, and I feel long like they just time. changed that. Didn't they they changed they had to change that on Sunday because I think as of SmackDown on Friday that match was still billed as a tag team match. It wasn't a tornado. I feel like they right. changed that Sunday. They did, but the fact that they they kept it as it is, man, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Pleasantly surprised. Uh, still, nonetheless, um, if we're building up monster guys to be heels and everything else like that to, you know, really establish Rowan, especially if he stays in the WWE as, you know, a big, a big bad heel with intelligence and Harper, if he decides to say whatever, this wasn't, this wasn't it. This wasn't the way to go about it. Especially after taking a loss on Friday, it was just like, you just fed Brian and Roman for no reason. What do Brian and Roman need? Nothing. Nothing. Are, do they need credibility because they're the clear challengers to Brock? I don't fucking, I don't fucking know. So either way, boo. Uh, C. I give it a C. 
Uh, I give it a B, a B minus. I thought the action all around was really good. I didn't like the ending. That was a shitty ending. Um, but I definitely liked, like, there's a bunch of spots in there that I really did like. Like the, um, the Huracurana off the table, throwing Luke off, yes. and then uh, Roman coming through with the spear. I thought that was a really cool uh, spot. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I'm not, I, I, I understand where you're coming from as far as putting it as a C, but I think, I think for me, I think had the ending gone the other way, is obviously would have been an A minus B plus kind of match, but oh yeah, I don't know. the, the I ending think... for me is definitely dictating the final grade because even though you know it was a decent match, you know, I I just don't agree with that Daniel and Roman needing the win. They don't need the W. Yeah, so like especially yeah. since Harper just came back from injury, he just came back, he just got himself on TV, and Rowan just became a singles competitor or you know, disaligned himself with Brian. You know, it just... Mm. They definitely needed to win. They definitely... I can understand that. I'm going to get myself worked into a shoot for this. <laughs> nah, you say B, I say C. Uh, next. You know, this card was not built up at all. This was kind of a throwaway. It was literally built around the two cell matches, and that was it. Um, and it's Randy team. Orton... De- yeah. Pfft, um, Randy Orton defeating Mustafa Ali... Does he have his name back? Does he not? No, I don't know. It's still Ali. They never gave him back yeah. his name. Yeah. But yeah, I will be honest. Again. The RKO, the counter to his RKO the first time with the handstand, I thought that was pretty cool. I had to give props to Ali for yes. that. Yes. They had some uh, good, good back and forth. But, uh... Yeah. This is the I think one of the few matches that was just thrown on the card just because and it didn't really do anything for anybody. Again, we're making a 40-year-old man go over a how old? 33. Is he? Yeah. Huh? I didn't realize he was that old. I thought or is 39 going to be going on 40 and Ali just I think turned 33. Wow, I didn't realize that. Now, he'll be turning 34 in March, but Orton definitely is, like... Yeah, Randy's yeah, way up there. turning 40. Yeah. You know, gotta keep it up for uh, Team Flair. That's why. That's why they Ooh. gotta keep that momentum going. Oh, that does make sense. That does make sense. Fucking Crown Jewel. Eh. I still give it a C. Yeah. Uh, C+. Plus. Match that was also thrown on the card. No build whatsoever. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus the Kapiki Warriors for the Women's Tag Team Championship. This is one of the matches I was talking about that just kind of flew out of the radar, came onto the card, and took me by surprise. Um, Can we talk about how adorable the heel turn was? It was just like a slight stupid heel turn, but Kyrie as a heel is stupid adorable. Like, I just want to hug her. Like, I feel like she's like a, an Asian Build-A-Bear. <laughs> but totally, uh, this gets a B for me just for the fact that you're utilizing Asuka. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, actually, finally seeing her back on there. Yeah. 
I uh, hope Paige comes back from injury so that way they have a mouthpiece. But but again, this like goes back to like WWE pretty much just like telling us like, hey, we know we only we really only broadcasted three matches, right? The Hell in Cells and the tag team, and then that. Saturday morning they gave us the Bailey Charlotte match, and then like twenty five minutes before the pay per view came out, they just dropped like a load of people on us. We're like, hey, all these guys are going to be in matches. Watch them now. And it's like, why? Why do we care? Like the 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 Bliss match, like this match that we're talking, like there's there's nothing to it. You know what I mean? Like no story going into it. It was just, hey, here, care about these guys. And we're like, what the fuck, man? Like you're really mm-hmm. throwing this out there for us. And you, at some point, like WWE is going to have to get their shit together and realize like, hey, if we're going into a pay-per-view, especially something like right now where you have premieres and, you know, the premiere for Raw, NXT, SmackDown, obviously. Um, then you have Hell in a Cell. You have Crown Jewel coming up. You have a Survivor Series coming around the corner. Like, you've got to give us a reason to care. And especially if it's a, if it's a B pay-per-view like this one was supposed to be, you, you've you got to at least give us more to, to chew on than just... Hey, Hell in a Cell's coming up. Here's a couple matches that we're going to give you guys. Like, no, legitimately, this match, thank God for the four working this match. Because I bought into it once this match started going. Oh, yeah. I I did not give a fuck when they showed up. I did not care. In fact, I was actually surprised. I was like, because I didn't see, I didn't see that they added these matches on the card. Until the card started, and I didn't actually see the tag team, the women's tag team, until it w- until Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross came out, and I was like, "What are they doing?" And then I saw the Kabuki Warriors. I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, saw the Kabuki Warriors and everything. It was just like, at like my in- initial instinct, my initial reaction was like, "Oh, fucking Asuka and Kyrie about the job to Bliss and Cross." Pleasantly surprised, we have a full fledged heel turn. For Asuka and Kyrie, so I'll go with it. Yeah. I will go with it. Um, but yeah, B for me. Yeah, I agree. B. <sighs> Another throwaway match. Viking Raiders and Braun Strowman. Who could really probably just join that stable and just just stay there? Honestly, because, you know, beard. I know I'm just being, you know, stereotypical, but, you know, go with it. Uh, defeated the OCB via disqualification. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it made the Raiders look good. I'm really sick and tired of WWE not knowing whether they want to make Gallows and Anderson actually look like they're competent as a tag team. Or they're just AJ's lackeys. But. Yeah, nothing mem- memorable came out of this. Nothing. So, this one's a D for me. (laughs) Yeah. No, the only memorable thing that came out of this whole thing was um, AJ, like, selling that punch after the match. And they're, like, trying to talk to him. And he was just like, where am I? (laughs) Am I still the champion? (laughs) Like, I I loved his, like, little quirks. I was like, that that got me. But, um, yeah, otherwise, I could, I, this match, whatever. (laughs) What grade? Uh, C minus. 
You tried. Uh, another throwaway match. Chad Gable defeating King Corbin. I will get his Gable match. Won. I'm glad Gable won because if anybody needs a push that, that would actually do something with it, it's going to be Gable. Whether they put him on fucking now deceased 205 or put him with the cruiserweights or whatever they do with him, I, I don't I don't fucking know. Just do something with him because he's too damn good to just be sitting there fucking doing nothing. So uh, this one gets a C+. And the only reason why it's a plus is because I like the fact that Gable won because we know this push for Corbin ain't going to go anywhere. Uh, I was going to give it a B-. minus. Close enough. Yeah. Um, Charlotte defeated Bailey by submission to win her 10th uh, Women's Championship. Uh, this one, also, I had going the way of Bailey winning. Once I heard the match was going to be on the card, I'm like, oh, Bailey's just going to fucking cheat to win again. Um, pleasantly surprised. Kind of like that they're leading Bailey towards this like crybaby, woe was me, it's not fair. Like, like early 2000s Christian style um, persona. So I love the fact, the fact that Charlotte, even though she's te- she's a tweener, I guess she's a tweener. She's kind of faced. People have been cheering her because she's been going up against Bailey, but she still has that attitude, like that that fuck you, I'm going to whoop your ass type of shit because I'm the queen. I'm going to make you bow down and be my bitch type persona. I'm glad she's still that. She's not just like the old face Charlotte where she's all like bubbly and like, ha ah! You know, I'm glad that that persona stuck. And we definitely, you know, saw that on Monday, but another story. But yeah, totally like this one. It was good back and forth. Um, The women stole the show uh, of this pay-per-view. This one was definitely a woman's showcase. So this one I will give a B plus. Yeah, I can agree with that. I'll give B plus for that too. Nothing else put into it, though? Um, I think... So I, I mean, I wrote a bunch of notes for it. <clears throat> I did. <laughs> I did. I wrote... Um, I think for me, one of the biggest things, though, was that, again, we go back to um, mirroring Sasha Banks, right? Where Bailey is just sitting on the outside, and she's just like... Or she's sitting outside the ring, and she's just crying. And you're right. It, it's kind of like mirrors Christian... Which makes me think that Bailey's gonna go back on SmackDown. She's gonna be like, "I just need one more match." That's oh my it. god! If she does that, this this will be like the most like personality that she's shown. <clears throat> Could be. You're right. Like I'm gonna fight the good fight because I'm a role model. So I need one more match to <laughs> show you that I can beat Charlotte like I've done before in the past. Ow. We'll see. I it could be interesting. But I just, I didn't like, um, I don't know. I just, I didn't like the fact that you had her lose on SmackDown and then you turn around and you beat her again on Sunday. For what? Like. To for... make this character happen. So then you they're, could be like. They're gracing us with this. Yeah. Sure. And plus it's Charlotte. We know that Charlotte's going to get to that 16. If not more. Yeah, so. I guess it just, I don't know. It's 
it was going to happen eventually. I'm glad it happened. I did have Charlotte when they when they announced this match. I had Charlotte winning this match. I'm just like versus. I know how it led into everything. The win over Becky and uh, Carmella at what was that SummerSlam last year, um, and then the win over Oscar later right before Mania. Those two wins were kind of unwarranted out of nowhere. It wasn't the right time. Granted, it led into some really good shit. This one was a win that I like. I, I'm pretty sure everyone got behind because it's just Bailey, and pretty much everybody I think is tired of Bailey. But le- this leading into a character change for Bailey is is good. It's very very good. Oh, so. I'll wait till SmackDown because you know obviously the draft's going on. So I'm just curious to see because. I don't remember seeing Bailey on Raw this past week. Yeah, now that, now that it's not going to be any fucking uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Wild card rule. Anyways, um, do we even want to? I mean, we have to. So... Yeah, let's get into this bullshit. How, how the fuck? I'll. I'm just going to quote Xbox. How the fuck, uh, Xbox, how the fuck do you have a DQ in a fucking cell match? I don't know. I have I have a friend. I'm kind of curious. I'm waiting. He has his own his own podcast. Um, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. You're he a said, good friend. Yeah, and he legitimately was like, I'll explain it better because he didn't want to tell me. I don't know why I told him, but he was just like, no, I'll explain why it was a good ending. I was like, that ending was trash. I don't care what anybody has to say. The ending yeah. was trash. And even, like, what makes this match worse, right, is that WWE, they could have just done the WWE thing and just moved past it and just kept moving past. But instead, on your YouTube show, The Bump, you're going to legitimately bring it back up. Like, fans are pissed. Just move past it like it didn't happen and just keep pushing by. But no, we have to explain. Yeah, like, by re-mentioning it, they're just fucking making sure the wound stays fresh. And Which people is, are, you know, yeah. It's funny when an eight-year-old is in a car and goes, "Daddy, they're still talking about hell in a cell." I'm like, "Yeah, they are." I'm sure it's I, Thursday. Well, I mean, Kira, Kira probably has more common sense and more wherewithal about storytelling and everything than some of the fucking writers or Vince McMahon. Even I swear to God, that man's delusional. This gets an F because it did nothing. You built this match around fucking Bray Wyatt being goddamn crazy and insane. The beginning of the match fucking showed it, but you fucking wrote Seth Rollins into a fucking wall. There's no other way around it. Well, it's like, I would tell my friends. Undertaker didn't have, like, fucking Mankind finished the fucking match. Triple H took a sledgehammer to fucking Kevin Nash's head. In one cell match. So you can't tell me like, oh, it's for whatever. No. Bullshit. Bullshit. Cactus so. Jack Cactus Jack took that fall through the through the cell. Like right. to me, it's and this is what I keep saying, but like they didn't stop the match. Like, let's be honest, three years ago, four years ago, they didn't they didn't stop the match when Sasha Banks got slammed through the table. It was two women fighting. We didn't stop the match for that. We legitimately, the match kept going. Hey, tough shit. You do. And then, 
last year, and this is the problem is, is that it's two years in a row that it's ended in no contest. Because what was last year's? I don't Brock remember. Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns and uh, Braun Strowman when Ugh. Brock went in and like hit them all with F5s. And then they just, oh, the match is over. Why? Why is there no finish? To it's called Hell in a Cell. Nobody freaked out when fucking Kane ripped the goddamn door off and beat the shit out of Taker. No one said anything about it. They right. just let the match just, keep going. Yeah. It's just, it's just irritating because it's like, and if Julie was here, obviously, she would have a lot to say about this. But it's like, you pick and choose when you want to enforce those rules, right? And that's the problem, is that we want consistency, but we can't get that consistency. Which, I'll be honest, on Dynamite last week, right, This the six-man tag match, Moxley interfered in the match. Should have been a DQ, right? But no, we decided, well, they're going to go off and do the thing, we'll have a three-on-two match, and go from there. It's That's the problem, right? So the same thing with Hell in a Cell. That's the problem. Is like, you finish, you call the match. Okay, so you don't call the match when The Fiend hits Seth Rollins with a fucking mallet. But you'll call the match. Imp- no, impaled. It was imp- impaled, remember. He almost impaled him. It- Thank you, oh, Dio, for that. So but. Stupid. You end the match after Seth hits a sledgehammer on a toolbox on a ladder, sandwiched with a, a chair th- in between. Um, and and in between all that, uh, Tamina won twenty four seven championship, and then our uh, truth won it. And he's a twenty time champion. Yeah, that was yeah. That was weird too because like Carmella super kicked her and then told Truth to pin her. Why didn't she pin her herself? I don't know. It's, but Tamina has been a champion. She's she's so. been a champion before. What was um? What did I see? It was funny. Before Sami Zayn, I was like that's that's a crime. Who? She's a she's been a she's a champion before Sami Zayn became a champion. Like Well Sammy was an NXT roster. champion. Main so. roster. Okay. Okay. We'll say that. I have it written in my notes in big bold letters. Match ends in DQ. But we obviously know that it should say match ends in N C. And then <laughs> the Fiend didn't sell after the after the attack. I know, like, ugh, stupid, stupid, stupid. Moving on to Raw. Moving Where they didn't Raw. open with Seth Rollins. Thank God. They fucking, they didn't fucking do anything with Seth Rollins. For the whole fucking show, thank oh, God. Oh, they knew what was going to happen. <laughs> oh, so someone fucking, I'm sure Daddy H had a fucking come to Jesus moment with fucking Vince. So, so while still trying to fucking... Worry about the buildup for fucking um, uh, blood money pay per view. Can't oh, yeah. the name of the crown jewel. Crown jewel. Uh, we had uh, Rusev in the ring. Um, I love this this whole like Lana, Bobby Lashley, Rusev thing. It's very Attitude Era esque for me. Ah, uh, shit. 
fucking last week, man, when the fucking making out and everything with Bobby at the end of the show. Oh my god, I was on fire. So this this was like an A plus with fucking Rusev taking out your king of the ring, fucking king of the ring, fucking took out both the leader of Ric Flair's team and the king of the ring, Baron Corbin. Um, yeah. Yeah. A fucking plus. Fuck it. We'll even go like DDR grades. I'll give this an S. <laughs> I I would have just given us an A. Maybe Shut an up. A. You're wrong. No, no, no. You I just. No, it's just. I get Why it. Why would you give it only an A? I, I get that. It's like very atti- It's like very risque and it's very attitude era, as you said. I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not a fan of the story. I guess all the way, but the beatdown that Rusev delivered to, to to Corbin and Randy, I was like, "Yep, that's exactly what I would have done too." Someone laughing at me after they saw that video package, I'll whoop somebody's ass. So, I I like that part. I just I don't know. I'm still kind of often um, cautious, and that and I think the other part too is I'm still cautious about the story because of what happened at Hell in a Cell the night before. When I was going through this. And even looking back on it, I'm just like cautiously watching the story because I don't want to be like, oh, I'm in after what I just saw. Right. But the next match was uh, fun. Uh, next match. The reason why I said the pre-show match I thought was the cap of the fucking uh, the rivalry. This one definitely made sure it was the cap. Uh, last moment standing match. Like, Okay. Natalia versus Lacey Evans with Natalia power bombing Lacey off a stage. But uh That was cool. I'm not gonna lie. I was definitely hyped seeing it. It was happen. cool. The end was great. Um It was I. It was still I don't know. These two, they don't have a lot of good chemistry together. I get the reason why they put Natalia with Evans. Um, But eh, she's she's getting better though. Yeah. Both of them, both of them definitely got, took away a win from this um, literally and figuratively. So I give it like a C plus. Oh, I was giving it a B. Close enough. I think the one thing, Uh, my biggest problem with it though, uh-huh. What's your problem? <laughs> My biggest Too problem was Natalie, Natalie kept getting up at nine every single time. Like, from the jump. We're using like, first, first names. Yep. This woman, but she kept getting up at, at nine. Like, it's like, you know, the first knockdown, wait till nine, and she gets up. And I'm like... You should have... You gotta build those moments, you know? I think that's my problem with it. But other than that, I thought the match was great. True statement. Uh, Viking Raiders versus fucking Team Golden Era with fucking Mr. Perfect and Rick Rude. I have Team fucking... Rudolph. <laughs> Please don't. Because I will make that a thing. That is a thing. Um... <laughs> Viking Raiders won. I mean, this is Viking Raiders should have a champ have had a championship match a long ass time ago. Facts. Fucking doing what they should have done with AOP a long time ago. 
hopefully they build into Viking Raiders versus AOP and have some fucking slobber knockers. But this is a good match. It just is built. It's definitely built up something for something bigger. So hopefully we get better in the next one. Uh, B minus. B. Then we had Alistair Black just like destroying the Bollywood boys. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a fan of his submission. You're not? I like it. It's in the nope. video game. Like, I didn't know he had that submission, like, until I started playing the video game. And when he did it, I was just like, yo, that's the thing from the game that I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, dig. I dig the submission and everything else like that. Um, I kind of hope with the draft, I'm, I'm assuming he's probably going to be drafted to Raw. Um, I kind of hope they turn him into, like, an anti-Seth Rollins and, like... I can see him being heel and just being vicious or being a nice foil to the fiend. I don't know. I I just, I see Alistair on raw come the draft, come, come Friday, come tomorrow, whatever. Well, like the reports have it that Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy are going to go to raw because Paul Heyman is like super high on those guys and wants those guys over. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Mm. So... I, I haven't read anything, so I I've only Cliff's been getting my no. news. Cliff's in the know. I only get my news from other people who've interpreted the news. <laughs> so oh, Jesus Christ! Yep. Shout outs to shout outs to Cultaholic for that. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. So that's what they're saying. And the more I think about it, you know, like we saw what happened with Ricochet and how like how he's doing as far as like getting yeah. built up. So you can only imagine that if Paul gets his way and gets Aleister Black and gets Buddy Murphy, shit's about to go down, and it's going to be awesome. Right, right, right. I agree, agree, agree. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I have, other than that, it was great to see Aleister on TV, so it's about time because him, him being over on SmackDown did nothing, nothing for him. Um mm-hmm. Then we had another weird six-man tag match. The OC defeating the Lucha House Party. Yeah, my only favorite thing I from mean, this it match... Was a squash. The only thing I liked on this match was um, the triple backflip off the turnbuckle. That's the only thing I liked in this match. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing there. We knew the OC was going to win because they're not going to fucking put... A bunch of luchadors over there, phenomenal U.S. champion and his lackeys. So that's a C minus. Yeah, I can agree to that. Then we had Charlotte and Becky on Miz TV that led into Becky Lynch and Charlotte versus the Kabuki Warriors. Um, this is what I was talking about. Um, Charlotte keeping with uh, keeping up with her character and everything when it comes to Becky, even though they're technically both face, Charlotte being more of a tweener. Um, I like that they were kind of bragging rights and everything else like that. Uh, I don't know. I love the interaction between the two. They work really well as contrasts to each other. So that was great. 
and then fucking cute as hell fucking Kari Sane and Oscar come out speaking Japanese, talking trash. Um, and then fucking out of nowhere, fucking Kari Sane rolls up Becky for the win. I like how fucking... Mist. Yeah, the green mist comes out. Charlotte actually goes to the outside and checks on her, um, which was I thought was awesome. And then Bliss and Nick, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross come out and uh, take out the Kabuki Warriors. So not full-fledged heel turn. It's happened. Alexa Bliss full-fledged face turn. It's finally like in set in stone without her being sassy about it. Um, yeah, this was great. Being... Uh, being like a showcase for all six like six women that are the hottest right now that are holding up the division aside from Bailey and Sasha you know that was great a plus for me yeah I give a plus I think the other part I want to add in there that I really liked was when Becky saw Asuka and was like you beat me at the Royal Rumble and I want to correct that and I was like Uh, get yourself some that's why you the man Right. Uh, then we got into uh, Ricochet versus Apollo Cruz for whatever reason, just because we need to have Ricochet on TV because people like him, and apparently Ricochet is best friends with Apollo Cruz. Yeah. According to everybody, according to we've ne- history, we've never seen Cruz on TV with Ricochet before this. But okay, whatever. This this was just to give Ricochet a win because. Paul Heyman likes him, so uh, C, sure. Oh, eh, nah. I don't know. A fast, fun pace. I was gonna give it a B. I really enjoyed it. I liked the match, even though it was short. I did like it. I mean, it it showed off the athletic ability for both Apollo and Ricochet, and I thought that was something that you know, if this was supposed to be a, sh- a quote unquote showcase for talent, I I thought it looked good, even though you know Ricochet did win with the recoil. Um, I did like it, and I was like, yo, I'm a fan, so I, I gave it a B. And then, do we even need to talk about this, this, whatever it is, the, the, the brawl, the brawl that ended all type thing? I don't, I don't know. Hey, so we're going to get one of these once a year, it seems like, because, um, mm-hmm. didn't they do this before? Well, actually, they've done it with Brock and Taker, Roman and Brock. Tyson and Braun. Yeah, we're going to get about once a year. So next year, I can't wait to see who it is. I, next year, I hope it's um like Kalisto and Ricochet. That's who I want the brawl to be between. Ricochet but it won't happen. <laughs> Kalisto. <laughs> Why? I just throw out two stupid names. <laughs> okay. Just making sure that you're not going completely crazy. But I see that you have. So... Yep. Uh, yeah, didn't care. I really did not care. Didn't know who this dude was coming into it. Don't care about him when he's done with it. Clearly setting shit up for Crown Jewel, I'm assuming. So, whatever, don't care. I gave it a Z. I'm not gonna lie, I gave it a B plus, And I'll tell you why. I, you, you, you being a fan of the Attitude Era, this isn't quite on the same par as... 
Please Tyson not compare and, to Austin and Austin. Yes. To Tyson, Tyson and Austin. And Austin. But no. the Gypsy King is... Stupid name. <laughs> it is a stupid name. But the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury, he is the heavyweight champ. Or he was a heavyweight champ. Former heavyweight champ. And I love that maybe he's not... He's obviously not on the same level as what, like, some best talkers are. But... When Braun legitimately was like, you know, he's like, where's your title at, old man? He was like, Braun, or Tyson threw it back and was like, how many titles have you won again? And like, then, you know, Braun obviously got pissed. But I loved the interaction between the two. I loved the, the whole brawl. Um, I think, obviously, and I'm glad Tyson Fury held back. Because had he connected any of his punches that he was throwing, he would have probably broke somebody's jaw and cheekbone. And probably his fist. I just like that. I I like this because you could tell Tyson Fury, like as far as the British market, he he wants to break into America American TVs, and he thinks this is the best way. And sure. I, I like it. I I really like seeing Tyson Fury on my screen. There's I'm not I'm not a fan of seeing Cain Velasquez. I'll be honest, but I'm a fan of seeing Tyson Fury because he's just a different. He's a different breed of cat. And when he's even talking in boxing, he's cutting promos. And I just, I think I just like that about him. There's my oh, two cents. Well. Let's get into NXT. So, Yay. NXT, we'll cover that one. Uh, do, 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 do. NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Yo, let's go. Yeah, um, A plus out of this one. Hell yeah. Fucking, now, no, no. Match of the week to me. Match of the week comes to Leo Rush and Drew Gulak. Uh, just for the fact that Rush literally uh, reappeared back on TV, what, two weeks ago on the debut? Yep. Um, thought that we we were never going to see him again because apparently he has a backstage attitude. Shocked or not shocked. Um, and he is given basically the NXT Cruiserweight Championship um, to basically hold up and rebrand because he is basically the most, I want to say most well-known Cruiserweight, maybe aside from Murphy, Ali, and Mysterio because they're on the main roster. Yeah. So, but uh, with the 205 Live division basically shuttering, uh, the Cruiserweight division is being moved to NXT, and this quick cancellation slash rebranding, um, I really dig it. Have I not? Have I not been saying for how many episodes in the past 205 Live should just broadcast from fucking full sale? Should have been a part of the NXT, like, tapings. And now, because NXT is two hours, you're going to have a Cruiserweight division on NXT, where it should have been in the first place, in Full Sail. Because the people of Full Sail are going to fucking eat this shit up, as they did. They yep. never got reactions like this doing their post-Smackdown tours or doing their matches on actual big arena pay-per-views. This is going to give people a lot bigger platform for when they move to SmackDown and Raw, if they choose to, if they do, whatever they're doing. Um, right, The only right move out of WWE in the past uh, couple of weeks 
um, was moving this title and the division to NXT. So I'm excited because, damn, I love fucking Leo Rush's Frog Slash. I'm a huge fan of that. What I think he calls it the come up, where he does that cutter off the bottom rope. I don't know, but that was awesome. That's the best thing that I, I, I legitimately, I've been talking about it, and I talk about it with um with Anthony um, all the time. I'm like, I don't know how he does it, but it looks so fucking cool. He makes it so seamless. Yeah. Like, the man's got talent for fucking days. I just, I need him to keep this, whatever he's done recently to change his attitude, to, to, to put focus back on him, to let, let alone give him a championship. Please don't fuck it up. Because you are too damn good, and I enjoy watching you way too fucking much. So, yeah, fucking S, double S's on this one. Um, before I move on to the next one, I should let you say something. My bad. So, I, I what I really liked about this was the when when Leo first went for the come up, he got caught in a gulag in a gulag, and I thought that was super cool. And then Leo reversed it, and when Leo reversed it, he put his own lock on, and that was cool. And then obviously we saw the power of uh, Drew in it. I like the end um, when Regal put the belt on Leo, and Gulak came through and ripped it off of him, and then gave it to him, like champ- former champion to new champion. I definitely I love that interaction, and then like he left. It was cool. That was it was a fun match all around. I loved. Both um, frog splashes, because the first one did you notice like he did that turn midway like the five star like uh, Rob Van Dam used to do, and then he hit his frog splash. Obviously, he's paying tribute to Eddie Guerrero, um, but it was it was just a fun match all around. And I I was at the same time I was trying to watch AEW, and uh, I'm gonna be honest like I couldn't keep my eyes off of NXT because I think because I was invested. I'm, I'm invested in Leo Rush. I like watching his work. Um, I couldn't pay attention to Private Party, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta stick with this match." And uh, yeah, I was I was hyped. It was a killer match. So I was like I said, A plus plus. You mean SS. you mean other Street Profits? Sure, that's what we'll call them. The More. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Aaliyah squash match. Thank God Aaliyah, they didn't give Aaliyah more ring time because we don't need anybody to be injured or whatever. But uh, yeah, anytime I get to see Rhea Ripley in the ring with a, and then uh, fucking with a mic afterwards, I'm all about it. So I'm okay with Candice, you know, winning the number one contenders match on the debut of NXT and USA and then losing. I'm fine with that because I knew it was just to put over Candice to make Candice look good. And to make Shayna look good eventually. Right. Um, this, however, I do believe, since NXT like has a little bit... Now you're getting momentum going and everything like that. This is going to be the, the, the showcase feud leading into Survivor Series weekend. Um, depending on however NXT does their... Pay, uh, or WWE and NXT does their pay-per-viewing now. Since NXT is now live show. Um, if their takeovers are going to not be... They're just still going to be their own thing. Who knows? Um, but this is the feud. This is it right here. Whether yeah. that leads into them doing a 
war games match. Uh, I don't, I don't know. So I'm um, excited for the future of the NXT women's division. Yeah. It's going to be lit. I can't wait. Uh, Cameron Grimes defeated Boa really quickly with a stomp. There was a match before that. Was there? Yeah. Oh, when we had, uh, are you sure? I don't remember one. Yeah. It was, uh, the rebranding of Brizongo and then, you know, getting murdered by the Forgotten Sons. That's why I forgot it, because it was the Forgotten Sons. Because they don't fucking matter. Because they've been forgotten? Yep. <laughs> Makes so, sense. So, I don't like the fact the Faction Police, Brizongo, or whatever you're going to call them, men at work, I don't fuck... They should not be jobbing. No, they shouldn't be. I agree with that. Especially to fucking white supremacy anonymous over here. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I I just I can't. There's nothing about the Forgotten Sons that just screams anything positive. Like at least with the revival, even though they were country bumpkins as fuck when they were in NXT, at least they were decent heels they could speak you know they had something about them there literally is nothing about these three that scream anything other than annoyance you know what screamed at me isaiah swerve scott no fuck that isaiah swerve scott and roderick strong's match we're we're skipping ahead all the way up there now i'm gonna talk about killian dane doing killian dane things no we're not because uh well e- he, either way he D, murdered boa d for the tag match uh sure i'll just give a nod of approval to the fucking camera grimes boa thing because they're pushing grimes for some reason but uh we'll see what that happens but yeah isaiah swerve scott versus roger strong i last year when i went to that evolve uh earlier this year when i went to that evolve thing in atlanta i got to see uh, Swerve Scott. He was known as um, oh fuck, Shane Strickland. Shane Strickland, and he uh, definitely showed up and showed out. Did not know who the fuck he was. Uh, became a huge, huge fan of him. Uh, definitely excited to see him on on the show. Definitely showed out. This was an A from me. He sent you text message. Text message. I did. How dare you? All right. So, um, yes. So Shane Strickland. Yes. Um, actually, it's funny because I'm friends with him on Facebook because I met him through another friend. So it's kind of cool to have that little connection. But so you know Shane Strickland. Yes. So you need to have Shane Strickland (laughs) teach you how to you know get some abs. I know that man is is crazy. Built for days. Crazy ripped. Crazy ripped. I loved um he had a he had a, a reversal that he did. Oh no 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 I'm sorry. So he did that cartwheel splash right off the jump yep. with Roddy. And I was like, man, this dude's like mad athletic. And then like the way that he's able to deliver his kicks. So he does those jumping kicks and it looks like he's just like hanging in the air. Just floating until the very last second, and then he just delivers this massive kick to the side yeah, of the head. He like has some weird hang time. Like 
what is this gravity shit that you're manipulating, dude? Because I want to learn it. Because fuck you. Well, and then there was that. There's a spot where Roderick Strong was on the outside and uh, Undisputed Era was on the ramp, and Strickland, like I'm sorry, Swerve hit him, <laughs> and uh, Roddy was just hanging on the rope, right? And then you saw Swerve jump out of the ring and do the stomp to Roddy on the outside. I was like, God damn, this dude is like super, super athletic. It was a great showcase. And of course he wasn't going to win the match, which is fine. Oh no. But he definitely like, he came off way stronger than what, you know, he came off like looking really good for the, for the loss. You don't, you don't need to win a match in order to look good. If it's done right with the right person. Right. And that's like something that fucking um, that WWE seems to forget. Yeah. So. Then we had a whole bunch of promos cut afterwards. Yeah. Got to see uh, Tommaso back out there. Clearly gunning for uh, to get Goldie back. So. I don't know. We're, if we're leaving into war games, I'm kind of going to predict that we're going to see uh, Gargano, Ciampa, Finn, and Dream going up against uh, Undisputed Era. I think that's going to be our match. Yeah, I I feel like I can agree to that. So, uh, Dakota Kai versus... Bianca Belair. I think this was a badly uh, booked match. A great match, match. Great match between the two of them. I just think that Dakota Kai should have had somebody else that she could have like beaten to help like drive the momentum yeah. for her. But her second she match coming back, it's like come on. Yeah. Yeah. It just it it didn't it didn't work for me and I'm a huge Dakota Kai fan. I am a huge Dakota Kai fan. Like at the Atlanta tapings of NXT last year, like I was the only one screaming at the top of the lungs because I just I love her. I love Dakota Kai. I want to hug her and I want to be like her BFF. Like do her hair and do her nails. Be her best cuz I don't know what it's about her. I just love her to death. But yeah, this uh this was I'm. I don't know if I'm more mad at the fact that she lost in her second back from return. Um, if they're going to be focusing on Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai becoming a tag team, I'd be okay with that. I mean, I would be cool. That would be a fantastic match with against Kabuki Warriors to I see mean, those two. That'd be great because Kyrie and um, Dakota. About the same size, and then Asuka and Tegan about the same like oomph power to their kicks and everything. I just, I would like to see Team Kick versus Kabuki Warriors. So if we're leading into that, sure. But I mean, between yeah. the two of them, they only have one really good knee. So, but... <laughs> <Shut> up. <laughs> um, I would have much preferred Bianca Belair going up against like Zia Lee or Tanera Conti. You know, somebody else that could also be benefiting from some TV time. Where the fuck is Deanna Parasso? Yeah. She's like, still... I completely forgot that she got signed. 
she's still in the PC, right? She's still like just but in a performance why? center. Yeah, no, but no, I don't why? know why. Um, and then Ring. we had uh, Walter versus Kushida in a great main event. Um, yeah, we all knew Kushida was gonna take the L in this one. It was just about providing a good story and everything else like that and great action and it delivered so they were amazing um, yeah both of them are great the future of nxt is great this one was an a still not the match of the night to me the match of the night was still the opening match with the the cruiserweight championship um, yeah but that this match made it really close if you were to it say did. that like, it did to me yes it's it was just, so uh, i was talking about it i was talking about how um it was really cool to see Japanese strong style, me British strong style, and just like uh, watch them collide, you know, or UK I mean, strong style. Pete, I don't Dun- like that. Give me Pete Dunn versus Ashinsuke any day. Yeah, any day, any day of the week. Give me that, please. On NXT, not on not on the main roster because yeah, that won't work. I mean, it won't be bad if Shinsuke comes back down. No. Actually, did you the hear about that being though? And everything. Hmm. There's um 30 superstars for SmackDown, 41 for Raw. Everybody else is going to be well, free agents to be picked up. Now, okay, so if we're going to get into the draft, so is this... Love you, Walter. The 30 picks clearly are not going to happen all on Friday, right? No, so they're splitting them over two days. So... Friday and then Monday on Raw in Denver. So I guess we can just lead into this then, um, since we are specifically talking about um, NXT and Raw. Let's pick who we think is going to Raw and possibly NXT. Uh, uh, I mean, I already said it. I think, and you agreed with me. Alistair Black is going to Raw. Oh yeah. So I think, I think Buddy Murphy is going to Raw as well. I think Buddy Murphy is going to go to Raw as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think the Street Profits are also going to go to Raw because they've been on Raw mainly doing like backstage segments. Um, I did hear that Paul Heyman really likes Montez Ford, so I can see that happening. But have they been officially called up to the main roster? Because from what I understood, NXT wasn't going to be involved in this. I think, I think that they're going to. I think, I think the moves are all going to come around... Because NXT still is the third brand, technically uh, developmental, technically. Um, I don't know. They've been they've been being shown on Raw and at pay per views to get people familiar with them, yeah. even though they didn't really have the NXT titles for too long. And so, for people who maybe don't know about them, that I I think they're just gonna I, I think they're gonna go to Raw. So, I can understand that. 
I can't really think of anybody else. Andrade is going to Raw. Well, I mean, if Alistair is going to Raw, no, I have to say no. You don't think? No. They're not going to split up Andrade. I... Now Zelina Vega, maybe. Then break down they're not gonna, ship up. I don't I don't think they're gonna split up couples. I don't I think they're gonna be very hard pressed to to do that. So maybe splitting up the Andrade and Selena Vega tandem because I don't think Charlotte's moving to Raw. Yeah. I it's because it's hard talk, because talk, Yeah, this is hard because they literally went back, they changed the whole draft thing or the um the shakeup right after Mania, because they split up the couples, and then they went back on that. And that's why you have Andrade, Zelina, Charlotte, and Alistair on SmackDown. So if Alistair is going to Raw, I think they're probably going to break up Zelina and Andrade. I wonder if they're going to have her be... um... A manager Charlotte's not going else. to Raw. Charlotte's not going to Raw. No, Charlotte's staying on SmackDown. Charlotte's, I mean, she has a title. I think Becky's she's going to SmackDown. A... Right. So, Andrade, Andrade is staying on SmackDown. Just going based on this, if we're really saying Alistair is, that means Zelina is. Yeah. Which is fine, because Zelina is a fucking great wrestler. Is she, though? Huh? Is she? I mean, I've seen her do a, a few spots. I've never really liked seen her, like, wrestle. TNA, bruh. TNA. She was great in TNA. I'll have to peep. Um, it's funny, though, because, like, the first match of the night is going to be Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns to see Isn't who's going to get first the first one? pick. Yeah, that's the opening match. Mm-hmm. I think I'm curious because I want to see I want to see Becky Lynch on SmackDown with Charlotte. Um, and no, then I that's, see. that would that would destroy that the literal the literal divisions are built around Becky and Charlotte right now. Yeah. So I do not. But Fox has a lot of pull right now. Fox does have a lot of pull, but WWE has to, they can't throw, they don't have, they have not built anybody. They have not built anybody else up. I mean, that's technically WWE's own fault, but they haven't built anybody else up. There's no one else who can carry a division. It's definitely not Bailey. Sasha's apparently injured. Ember is injured. Nia, we haven't heard anything back, and sheer God, let's not put anything back on her. Because that's not ready. And literally nobody else. Mickey is injured. Alicia Fox is MIA. Not that, you know, you Alicia Fox this. is someone they would put the division on. Um, Alexa, they're too scared for her. That's why they tag, they put her with a tag team. So that way Nikki can take all the big bumps. They're too scared for her to actually wrestle like full-blown matches. Yeah. Have you not noticed like any singles matches that she has? They're really quick. Yeah, they, I have they noticed. Don't... Yeah. They're they're making they're protecting her until like they're confident that she's fine. So, um, I think Sasha and Bailey are probably going to stick on Raw. 
if Sasha and Bailey do not stay on Raw, I think Asuka and Kyrie are gonna go to Raw. Well, I mean, I know the ti- I, I know the titles are for both all all brands, um, but I think Asuka and Kyrie are gonna stay on Raw then. Well, they specifically said that the tag the women's tag titles will be defended on SmackDown or Raw. They didn't mention anything about NXT, so. I know they did oh, well, originally. Then, I mean, when they said it originally, but just this last week they said that they'll defend the titles on SmackDown or Raw. So I, th- I think, I think As- if Sasha and Bailey do not go to Raw, I think Asuka and Kyrie are gonna go to Raw. Maybe I can see that. Because that's probably I mean, why I don't really care about the women's division because I like to see new matchups. And I mean, Becky clearly is staying on Raw for now. So I don't know. It's it's this type this type of season is always really fun and exciting, but at the same time, it's just you never know because you don't want to get so butt hurt. Where do you where do you think the New Day is gonna go? Do you think New Day stays on SmackDown or do you think they move Raw? Or do you see them breaking up the New Day? Oh, this is hard. Um, I want to say no. They, they don't. They don't break up the New Day. But I do see them probably going to Raw. And then. Maybe we'll get the Usos come back. We haven't seen them in a while. Well, we don't need to see them for a while. Let them take care of their blood alcohol levels. That's Jeff. Oh, same. The Usos and Jeff Hardy. They need to go go to the same goddamn AA meetings. Yep. Like for real. All the same chips. Um. Yeah, I think I think right now I think the draft is very interesting. I'm still trying to figure out like who would go where. Like I kind of want Ricochet to go to SmackDown, even though because he's because you be a more sports oriented show. Um, I think he fits that because he's very athletic. Um, but I don't know. I'm interested. I'm interested to see how this draft goes, especially because it's you know in less than 24 hours. I want to see. Yeah, this is this is going to be different. I so. I do. Hmm, I'm trying to think because I know Naomi's like dealing with her stuff, so she won't be back for a while. I don't know. I'm. There's a I'm, lot of injuries in the women's division right now. Yeah. Well, Naomi. Nice. If if Sasha really does have a back injury, that's one. Mickey is dealing with her injury. That's two. Um, who else? Well, just, she's... We just we just talked about more. Ember, Ember is injured possibly for a long time because she's it's either ankle or ACL. Um, so that's three. Yeah. Um, Alexa Bliss is like on night duty. Yeah, but Mickey James, she's commentating now. 
Yeah, because she's injured. She can't wrestle yet. Yep, so she's just she's gonna be a commentator forever. I'm okay with that. I want her to transition to that role anyway. I just want her to have one more run. That's all I want. I want her to have one more championship run. I know she doesn't need it, but just like cap off her career with the championship win, put somebody else over real good. Um, yeah, I, I really would like to see that. That Yeah, that could be fun. Let's see. Uh, Ruby is still out with a shoulder injury, which sucks. Oh, well, she had both shoulders fixed, right? Mm-hmm. She did the Sami Zayn thing. Got them both taken care of. Yep. They never said when she was cleared to come back, too. They I feel like I haven't heard anything about her in so long. His question, and, do we see anybody being brought up from NXT, though, with this draft? If they do, I would like to see, to be honest, I'd like to see Dakota Kai brought up. Uh, too soon, in my opinion, but go on. She's back from a knee injury, but you need to add depth to that women's division, and I feel like she's a, she's a good fit. Um, I do agree they need to add depth, especially with so many injuries right now. Right. Um, do we want to stick strictly to the women's division, or do we want to go into both I sides? Mean, yeah. Just go with anything, honestly, because... Forgotten Sons. Well, I already know of, so... I think Forgotten Sons gets pulled up. <sighs> we already know Street Profits is there. Um, yeah. I think... Kushida, possibly, gets pulled up. Um, Matt Riddle is definitely getting... Should be one of them. Um, especially because he didn't win the title from Cole... Uh, I think, uh, well, possibly Keith Lee gets, gets pulled up as well. Um, as well as Dominic. You're like literally like taking the whole roster. I know. That's what, that's what, the, that's what they do anyway. They gut, gut NXT and make them build new stars. I don't think, I don't think they're going to gut it. I think but it's I think, only gonna be a couple I don't think I think it's just gonna be a couple of people. I think if you take anybody I guess if I was really gonna be hardcore about it, I would say uh Dakota Kai, Matt Riddle, and Johnny Gargano would be the ones that would get pulled up. Aside aside from uh we already talked about uh 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 what's this what's their faces? Street Profits. Aside from Street Profits coming, going to Raw, I think Matt Riddle is. I would like to see him on SmackDown, but I think he. I think he will get caught up. Um, that's really all I can really think of. Would be out of the men, and then for the women. I think it's just going to be the horsewomen. Oh, really? I think the horsewomen are going to go to SmackDown. Be interesting to see those I, three. I and I think Ronda's going to be returning, and she's going to be on SmackDown. 
I think the four horsewomen of MMA are going to be on SmackDown. I'm curious. I'm curious to see that happen. Because I wonder when you debut Ronda, when you re-debut Ronda. Because, remember, she just had that finger injury. Right. I mean, depending on how fast that finger heals and everything else like that. Even if she's just, like, a side piece or, like, you know, some of this out on the the side or whatever, depending on... on depending on what happened with that finger. Um, but yeah, I definitely see Shayna getting up to the Fox, going up to SmackDown. I, I agree probably with a lot of people saying that Marina and Jessamyn probably are not ready yet, but name power. That's what Fox wants. Yeah. Plus they are familiar with the names are already out there because they were a part of us. So I really do think that those three are probably going to get moved up. Which is why I think they probably moved Rhea over to NXT. So that way they can have someone who is credible take the title off of Shayna. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that happening. What about Tony Storm? Ah, uh, probably not. No, I think she's staying over in UK. She's got a lot of people that she can battle still. I want to see her and Jess Gabbert go at it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's pretty much for me. I think maybe if anything, four names get called for NXT if, if they get drafted. Um, where do you see Kevin Owens going, though? Do you think he stays on SmackDown? Who? Kevin Owens. I didn't hear what you said. You kind of broke up. Oh, I said, where do you think Kevin Owens goes? Does he, does he stay on SmackDown? Does he go to Raw? I think he stays on SmackDown. I'm curious to see. I can't really... Huh. Um, if I'm trying to put into my head that SmackDown wants, like, legit people there, they want, they like wrestling, not just the entertainment aspect, but like the physical aspect of it, I think he would be a good fit. Miz is definitely staying on Raw, though. That one I know. Miz is going to Raw because isn't the fuck isn't their show on yeah. USA? It's yeah, on Miz USA. is staying. Miz is not staying on Raw. Um, the revival is going to SmackDown because of the SmackDown champs. Brock, of course, is going to SmackDown. He's got the fucking title. Um, Maybe Lashley and Rusev and Lana to SmackDown. Because again, Lashley has the MMA background. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I'm going to want to keep that story going too. No, that's, what, that's it for me. I don't have anybody else. Because he's a well-known name. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's hard to think of because 
Yeah. <sighs> the big show. The big show is definitely going to SmackDown. <laughs> He's definitely staying SmackDown for sure. He's retiring. Please. Please. Um, fucking maybe Heavy Machinery goes back to Raw. Nah, I need them to stay on SmackDown. Why? Because <laughs> they're, they're entertaining. <laughs> and they, they need something there to kind of keep the crowd, like, hyped. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of, like, muscle, like, full-fledged athletes. Not that the WWE superstars are not athletes or whatever, but I'm I'm trying to think, like, since Fox is so heavy-handed into all this, I'm just trying to think. So... We will see. Yep. We will see. You know who I, I'm glad probably won't get drafted? Lars Sullivan. What if he returns? He's out with a knee injury. Doesn't stop him from returning. He needs to stay gone. How long have we been doing this? Isn't it about time? I yeah, it's time. too long. What's to say? It feels like I've been. It's been too long. <laughs> well, you got yep. anything else that you want to uh, discuss, real quick? Um, no, not really. Actually, I mean, we. Um, I guess fun thing to kind of say. Uh, there is a show coming up called WCF's King of Ladders. We're going to be live streaming it. So, you guys can... Ooh, King of Ladders. What's going to happen here? Uh, I don't know. It's being filmed in a church. So, Ah. that's kind of cool. But you guys can follow me on all my social media handles. And I'll keep uh, up. What's the event of that one? Is there a special match that's going to happen at that one? Uh, no, not at that one. I'll have another stream going for the match that you're... Oh, oh, okay. ...alluding to. No you spoils. keep doing the damn thing, sir. You keep doing the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, CM underscore Miller 85. That's right. right. Sweet. CM underscore Miller 85 on all things social media. And then I'm not really on social media a whole lot. I'm, I've kind of dipped off of Instagram and everything because full-time job and life things happening. But uh, you can definitely check out all the cool things that Franken Culture has on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, check out all things Franken Culture. I might be posting some, some extra stuff just for funsies. Um, but yeah. yeah. Make sure you follow uh, Julie, a little less Chewbacca, on Instagram. She could use all of your guys' love and support this week. She's going through a little bit of roughness. Um, not going to get into whatever she's going into because that is her business to tell, not mine. If you follow her, you'll know. But just uh, go over there, give her a f- couple of likes, throw some hearts her way, give her some nice encouraging messages. I'm sure she will appreciate it. Um, when do Steve and April record the next show? I think I think they do it Saturday night. 
So it'll come uh, out Sunday. You might be catching me. Yep, you might be catching me then uh, Saturday night, Sunday uh, for that show when we go over uh, SmackDown and AEW. I'm going to try to be dabbling in both while Cliff is focusing on the 8 million things that he's got going on. Facts. So, uh, Cliff, go ahead and close us out. Yeah, well, like you said, you can catch us all on our social medias, and we will catch you later. Peace.